This is Boat Crew RPG with Journalism Troubles. Hello everyone and welcome back to Kaiju Girls. Last time, uh, that has been a while for me in real life, so it's going to not be completely accurate on what we did, but flowers were stolen rifts opened up a news article was published about a hint of four maybe five kaiju in being in the school and if that wasn't the worst the worst teacher of the school being johnny british uh cycled into a rift that just happened to open up in the middle of the streets you'd think that that was enough right You're wrong. Where we left off, Rico, one of our player characters, was actually about to turn into a freaking kaiju. As are all of my players. All my players are half kaiju, half girl. Mostly in girl mode at the moment, but maybe soon to be in kaiju mode. I'm going to leave you on a bit of tension because we still had a success to deal with. So I'm going to do that first because Hanukkah actually was researching the news club of the school about who was going to be sent to uh, the site of the rift. Hanukkah, not only did you find the names of the people that were going to be at the site, you hear some rumors. You overhear some rumors about a certain mother of Hinata being very much exclusive in how much she goes out of the house. And Hinata being one of the boys who is very much out there all the time, it's a little bit weird that his mother stays indoors so much, doesn't have a job or anything. It's something that at least one student has figured out and has been working on for a while to just as a shadow weird article for if it is something we'll put it in maybe next year he has some time to to spend on this but that's something that just stands out to you right in this moment oh yeah right that was an article that is still being made yeah i kind of feel like this is one of those um Articles that is just getting more stale as the school year goes on, but it's sort of like this uh, rear window scenario that just kind of piques Hanukkah's interest. So um, I said I would uh, text the names of the two uh, student investigators going to the scene to uh, Kathy. So I'll, I'll do that right away, and then I'm also going to to like our group chat or whatever, like take a picture of like a computer screen with this article on it. Um, you know, because then we could get the cool grainy effect uh, for the viewers at home uh, and just send that picture to the uh, group chat and say, um, possible mothballed story, but what do you think? Um, so were we biking back at this point or? Okay, so I probably will like uh, feel the the vibration from my from my uh, handbag and just kind of like hit the brakes on the bike and stop for a second to read my phone. And I just kind of like go over the, uh, you know, 
the picture of the article very, very briefly. And I just like kind of out loud, I'm just like, what do you think it means? You asking me? Yeah. I don't know. I have never given a, a I didn't even know Hinata had a mom. I mean, I guess he must have had a mom, but I just I never gave it any thought. For all I know, he just appeared every time he crossed the school boundary. It's kind of sad, right? Do you think we were too hard on him? Uh... No, no. He he messed up the flowers. He ruined the display. But I still feel kind of bad reading this article. Well, I, you know, nah, well let's just get... Well, well, how about this? We'll go to his house and then we'll, we'll find out more about that. We'll get together and find out a new plan, okay? Okay. So it's at that moment that we switch over to Gim and Rico. Rico, what happens? Um, so I get a full uh, narrative control over how my kaiju form looks, I'm assuming. Well, you had, of course, the couple kaiju form things that you rolled for right. last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I give you full magical schoolgirl reign about your transformation sequence. Okay, so... Uh, my kaiju form hints are fiery breath, lightning shroud, and venomous sting. So I'm thinking something like uh, dragon-esque. Mm, uh, so she grows to some height. Uh, I believe there has been confusion about the exact height lately. Uh, how tall is a kaiju in canon? So here is here's the moment where I admit that I've never seen a kaiju movie. Um, <gasps> yeah, I know. Wow, <laughs> everybody just unanimously gasps. <laughs> Me neither. Wow. Well, well, I know a T-Rex comes up to the ankles of Godzilla because it was in a news article I wrote, written, wrote, read. The last one, read. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like building size almost yeah, in a way yeah building size is kind of the the standard or just slightly bigger so you can tower over the buildings yeah so as we are an international podcast working in feet and meters i suggest working in stories so she grows about as tall as the school building um and she has uh this very long uh snout that she uh, breathes fire from and these um, bat-like wings uh, that span, again, about as wide as the schoolyard. Mm, and I'm assuming her friends uh, and the other people in school are about as tall as one of her claws um, that she tramples the grounds with. And uh, as she does so, uh, lightning flashes across the sky mm, and also she has uh, this uh, long scorpion tail like thing um, that bounces around in the air menacingly uh, and it has the power to crush and poison buildings around the area and I'm assuming she lets out like a angry screech and howl uh, as she has uh, fully transformed and there's dramatic music playing in the background and it cuts to commercials. Now, uh, I mean, um, 
she's trying to narrow uh, down on what exactly is the cause of all her problems uh, and her aggression. So she needs like kind of an outlet to uh, take her anger out on. Important question though. When she grows huge and changes form, does her schoolgirl outfit grow with her? I mean, I was assuming you would ask whether the school building already breaks apart because she's inside of it. But that's well, I thought that was an obvious question. yes. <laughs> My question is way better. This is more important. Before you answer, I will allow the 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 uh, uniform to be absorbed into you, so that if you ever abs- transform back you actually are wearing it again without an actual explanation oh my god thank god but you may choose you may also go for the extreme dramatics of it bursting off into just slivers of fabric so obviously we are going with the canon explanation of the documentary series sailor moon and also rosaria vampire so her clothes transform with her into like a scaly uh, cover and basically you see her rotating and glistening in rainbow colors and silvery and uh the uh morphing of clothes and body takes shape and you only get like glimpses of it and uh 90s rock music is playing in the background. Wonderful. I love this so much. So yeah, I yeah. think everybody hears that, if not feels that, because Hanukkah and Gim definitely feel the school rip apart. Yeah. And you need to be able to use... Suddenly there's no roof in the library that... I think Gim would have been checking her phone. You know, it kind of vibrates. She pulls it out as... Rico is transforming and she's reading the text from Hanukkah about this article. And she's kind of so focused on zooming in on this gritty article, trying to read what it says and then read the responses from anybody in the group chat that what distracts her is suddenly the hearing of screaming and like rocks falling around her. She puts her phone back in her pocket and she's like, what's going on? And she looks up and all she just sees is this big toe next to her, you know, and she's totally confused. Uh, She reaches out, she pats it. And when she pats it, she just instantly knows. And she goes, Rico, that you? So Rico screeches menacingly. And she's going to try to trample the school because obviously her reputation at school cannot be ruined if there is no school. <laughs> so this. she um, like takes aim and does like a spin move with her, uh, with her tail to try to take out uh, the, the gym on the side of the school. Since Gim is so close to her, she's going to start running with, you know, her phone in her hand and she's texting the group chat, but she's freaking out so hard that like she can't keep her languages straight. Like some of it is in Vietnamese. uh, Some of it is in a language that they all understand. Uh, Then she just gives up and starts sending emojis. She just writes like Rico and then she writes, you know, puts a dragon emoji, a fire emoji, like a hurricane emoji, and then just like a bunch of big exclamation points. Okay, clarifying question. Do you just put down exclamation point or exclamation point emoji? Exclamation point emoji. Got for it. For extra emphasis. 
Yeah, because otherwise it might actually make the, the emojis smaller and that kind of stuff. Then it makes sense. Um, Rico, roll me an attack roll. Uh, please remind me how that works because I forgot. <laughs> so uh, what you're going to do is you roll me 1d6. I need to double check because I believe that once you transform... You should remove all your stress, yeah. I think. Right? Yes. When you shift, usually you are exhausted. Well, nope, that's not the thing. I believe you indeed get rid of all your stress. Um, so that's good for you. Um, you want to roll a five or higher, so five or a six. If you roll a one, you immediately turn back into a girl. <laughs> um, if you can convince me to that that one of these things or that this attack is powered for instance by your tail which you said you can roll an extra d6 because that is one of the parts of your kaiju form that you rolled for <laughs> okay so i rolled 2d6 and i instantly rolled a 1 and a 5 so okay hmm you Okay, I got it. I know I, it's not which somebody in chat is asking which one. Um, this was not a stress die. Um, so it doesn't matter if you roll the one because that is only on your stress die. Um, but what does matter is your success. So you managed to at least flatten down a, a third of the school with your tail. It's just gone. Thankfully, like the gym hall or like the hall that was used for the exhibition of the culture fair, that is still standing. Because there is a little part in the back of your mind that says, it doesn't matter anymore. It's ruined anyway. But if we can make it work, that would be great. Clarifying question, which part of the school is um, smashed, says the person in the study room of the library. Yeah, also inquiring the person running and texting. So why don't we make this a luck roll? So uh, what I usually like to do is to roll luck rolls for this kind of thing, because I don't want to make that decision. Um, roll a die and choose... No, I will roll a die and tell me if high or low for favorable results. Yeah, I agree with that entirely. Yeah. So <laughs> gonna go I think it high. should be low just for this one specific instance. I'm just kidding. I'll I'll see myself out. Well, I was just going to ask the players individually. <laughs> Craig, for Hanukkah, high or low? High? I rolled a 66 on a 100. Uh, Monica, for Gim, high or low? Well, Gim's always high, so I'm going to go with high. 86. You both are lucky, and you are both in the two-thirds of the school that are still standing. So. Is it stressful running away from our, our close friend who is now a giant dragon? I don't know. I'm going to go with it's probably stressful. You know, it might just be stressful, especially combined with an article that says that they are going to hunt down all the kaiju. So should we be rolling a stress size? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a stress. I think that's how it works. Yeah, so the stress is mostly that you can add a extra stress die to your next roll. If can you, you only add one or can you just can you juice it up if you like want to transform? 
you can add from if it's up to me you can add as much stress as you want teenagers are good at many things among which adding stress to their own life just manifesting uh, extra stress to <laughs> to make it happen yep just thinking about all the consequences of this for love lives future future uh, college i mean the rest of your future the shame it will bring on your parents, which they will then bring on you. You know, the useful things. So Kati and Hibiki. Um, well, first of all, you hear a roar. But also, I think Rico has established to be big enough to be seen from everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I like to mention like the camera. Like like her, her actual size depends on what the camera angle is. So and so it, it's roughly building size, but it, it, it's not quite consistent. So no, think, exactly. <laughs> Especially with the big toe that is the size of almost a person. And then she's also the height of a school building, which I believe I said maybe is two or three stories tall. So, yeah. So I think definitely like Hibiki is going to like just skid to a halt and just go and just say, oh. okay. I, I have an idea, which I I don't know. <laughs> is she, I'm trying to think. Is she is she is she dumb enough or or brave enough to do this? Because can you will can I willing like deliberately ch- change the drone monster to like try to pin her down, or is that think that stress? Yeah. Okay. I thought I thought that's what it was going to be like. So like so yeah. That that, that thought flashes through Hibiki's mind, and then she's like. No, that's not gonna work. And that's just so. Then she starts. She, she turns to Kathy. Just, do you think maybe we should just leave for now and just come back when this is over? Or what? What are you, what are you talking about? We got to get down there now. Kathy just starts uh, pedaling the bike as fast as she can towards the school. Um, you know, and foreshadowing her thoughts are racing in her head the entire time as she just pushes the bike and her legs to to its limit and uh, just tries to get back to school as fast as possible. And uh, Hibiki will like take a second and like, why did I have to start caring about these girls yesterday? The true questions in life, Hibiki, I must say. Hanukkah and Gim, what do you do? Hanukkah's first thought is, well, I mean, we just... If the school is destroyed, that um, takes care of an article, maybe. But uh, I think we have a press more pressing problem. And I'm wondering if it's possible to try to force myself into a transformation and get Rico like into the pool area where at least her damage can be contained. Because we need a kaiju fight in this. I mean, you are not wrong per se. Um, Here's the thing. The system doesn't per se allow you to transform on command. But it doesn't say that you cannot transform on command. So I'd say roll it and then see if you can, can roll a one or three successes. Okay, so which means uh, you actually get to roll three times because okay, it's... so um, I have 
Ooh, I actually have four stress dice right now, so it's possible. So you will at least roll five dice, and if you mm-hmm. can convince me that one of your skills that you have as a human girl also apply, you can get another uh, another D6. Yeah, I'm just trying to find uh, where my where I wrote my skills. I got stalking, swimming, and literature. Well, I'm trying to get her to the pool, so swimming... <laughs> Nah, I'm going to say that it is too much of a stretch. Okay. Well, I still got um, five dice for this. And I guess Honoka uh, uh, is thinking back about um, Rico getting upset and knocking her or trying to knock her out um, in the flower exhibit and then just kind of missing. So she's thinking about that. And I think the the stress is that's that has been building is contributing to her wanting to change and do something about this. So I'm going to make my roll. Um, how about three successes and a one on a stress dice? So the successes are usually only counted on your normal dice, so you can only get one oh. of those. But a one on your stress die does make you ch- transform. So we go into another transformation sequence. Okay, so uh, I think to to contrast against the 90s um, metal rock, it's sort of like this, like... Um, like high volume piping song as Honaka um, transforms and like um instead of her clothes getting absorbed like they just burst off as she suddenly grows um to the size of probably shorter but stockier than uh Rico's kaiju form and like it's like this giant gamera type turtle shell with like giant like decorative uh water cannons on the back almost like a blast toys. And I think uh, she would have had the presence of mind to step out into the open to do this. So she's still in the school, but she walks into the part of the school that has already been flattened. So while all of this is happening, let's check in with Rico. Um, Rico, what are your thoughts? What What is going on? Uh, so, did my stress tr- dice trigger uh, transforming back already or not? Or my one roll, I mean. <clears throat> no, because I think you didn't have a stress die in that moment. Okay, so I need to build stress to You need to back. build stress in order to transform back, yes. Okay, okay. Uh, so, I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming I wasn't quite satisfied with the lack of destruction. So... I'm going to raise my leg, which is going to take like really long in on the camera shot, and everyone gets like 30 solid seconds of distressed screaming. And I'm trying to like trample at like the front entrance of the school. So hopefully the wall like caves inwards. Sure. Why not? But I believe there is not a uh did you have do you have a kaiju form thingy that will help with that? Uh, I guess not. <laughs> no. Oh wait, wait. Um, I had the thing when I transformed originally that every time uh she moves, like she takes a step, uh, the ground shakes so hard that lightning crashes. However, that works physically, but yeah, okay. Because can... she has like a lightning aura, a lightning mm-hmm. shroud. I mean, okay. So That's you're going to try and stamp slash lightning the wall down. Got it. Do you want to add stress to that? Oh, so I can just decide to add stress. 
Yeah. So you get stress if you don't succeed, uh, don't succeed on rolling a success, or if you just choose to add more stress. Okay. I choose to add more stress. That's completely fine with me. Also, Greg, I miss, I read the rules again and your successes on stress die do also count for successes. So I rolled and I got a six and a five. Well, you are very successful at breaking the wall down. Um, and as you were doing that, all of a sudden next to you, there is another kaiju form. And yeah, I also see. let out a triumphant roar. And then immediately I witnessed the other kaiju form. And there's like this distress. <laughs> so thank, thank goodness for Zoom editing out any weird noises and suppressing all of that. <laughs> So seeing the um, Rico's success at something I was trying to prevent, like I think I'm gonna just try to like open field linebacker tackle her um, forward and try to get her into the swimming pool and save what little remains of the school. Uh, okay, so here's the thing, Rico. Do you want to be tackled into the pool? Uh, probably not. Like I'm busy. <laughs> Yeah. So what it's what it's gonna be is it's gonna be a roll off. Normally, um, I set the difficulty, and then I either say or don't say how many successes you need to get. But in this case, it's just going to be a roll from the both of you. Uh, no, you cannot reduce the amount of stress that you just added. Uh, Hanukkah is currently at zero stress, unless you want to add stress. Um, but it's amount of successes against amount of successes in this case. Yeah, also zero. It's go. It is currently a fight in which two people are just standing against each other, and I'm, I feel like right at the feet of that fight is a gim. I'm imagining it's like Dragon Ball Z. We have like our arms locked and going back and forth, and like nothing is happening for three episodes. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so what is Gim doing? I was imagining right before Hanukkah transformed that, you know, Gim is running fast with her phone in her hand. She kind of keeps glancing to see if anyone has responded in the group chat, but she's also focusing on pieces of the school falling around her. And I imagine Hanukkah running and Gim running and they all kind of almost go head to head, but then start running in the same direction side by side. And, you know, Gim is like freaking out. And then all of a sudden Hanukkah just bursts forth this giant form. So Gim is, she just knows that another part of the school is going down and, you know, she's trying to make it outside, whatever outside is at this point. Um, and as she kind of looks back, she just sees these two massive forms, you know, fighting and trying to tackle each other down. And she just kind of screams as loud as she can. It's like, guys, guys, no fighting. We are friends. No fighting. But when she sees that Hanukkah is pulling Rico towards the pool, that makes her very nervous because all she's imagining is these two massive bodies going down in the water is going to create like a tidal wave. And Rico's not a good swimmer. Uh, I mean, uh, Gim's not a good swimmer. So she's trying to, again, run as far away from the pool as possible 
while texting the group chat and just saying, Hibiki, Hibiki, please save me. Please save me. They're going to kill me. And then she sends a little heart at the end. Okay, so Hibiki upon, you know, in the in the midst of you know, rushing towards the school, like, you know, gets them, you know, has to, notices the phone has a message, sees that and just like, <laughs> this feels like this will stress her out. And I definitely feel like I'm going to take some stress for this. So before you enter any further, shall I remind everybody about the humongous scheme, the best scheme that is in my notes from last time, which is the love scheme. Hanaka is in love with Hibiki, who is in love with Gim, who is in love with Kati. That's it. But it, it's one of my favorites. Hibiki, no. your love has just messaged you and said that she's in danger. Yeah, that's a lot of stress. I feel like I have to make a roll now. Should I make a roll? Um, you can. Uh, let's say that you want to. So what do you want to achieve with your role? Okay. So since we've now established that it is kind of possible to to go kaiju on command, I'm wondering if like that would like be enough to spur her to try to do it too. I don't know. That's up to you. Uh, I feel like it would. Uh, it, it would. So. Okay, now do I have, do I have to roll? I mean, how many successes would I have to roll to like go kaiju and then like you know, to like sort of you know get the ka- rampage kaiju away from the school and away from accidentally stepping on game? You need to roll three successes, and if you roll three successes, I will even allow you to be much faster at the school than you would have been by bike. And luckily, since I, I one of the kaiju things is short range teleport. Hey, that's wonderful. All right, rolling a die, a five, number two, a three, and a one. So two successes. Two successes is not enough just yet. So you are trying your damnedest, and you can feel it like it. It is right underneath the surface. But you just not there yet. So cycling it is. So yeah, I I, I think I want to say like uh, for Hibiki, like like uh, Cassie, if you look if you look over your shoulder, you probably see like your know, like Hibiki's skin like sort of like like mer- like fl- like a ripple a bit, like like something trying to expand underneath the skin, but it's not quite able to get through. And uh, Kathy is like pedaling and she's continuously looking behind her over her shoulder. And uh, you can just hear her in front of you on her bike. Uh, she's just like, no, 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 no. Hibiki, no, no, not yet. Hibiki, wh- what's happening? And she's just kind of like looking over to see like uh, this, this change that is like kind of bubbling with uh, Hibiki. And, uh, you know, she's starting to feel like a lot of pressure herself. Uh, but She's currently thinking that like she can do more or do less damage if she's somehow able to stay a girl and not turn into a giant monster. So she's and like she was afraid about the story before this just became like an even bigger story. So she's like, oh, my God, like we have to like I have to do I have to 
figure out some kind of damage control, get down there now. And um, yeah, she's trying to like hold it in and not like transform basically, but um, feeling like more and more pressure as, as the seconds go. And as you know, Hibiki starts to look a little bit different and also keeping in mind, I probably haven't seen anybody's Kaiju forms or know how they manifest or like, you know, my weird is a lot different than your weird. So it's kind of weird to me. So when I see it, I'm just like, you know, I'm a little bit startled, but uh, I just start biking as fast as I can uh, to get as close as I can to the school. Gotcha. So what I will let you do is that we are going to focus back on the school. Um, Kati and Hibiki choose a dramatically appropriate moment to arrive. So, Gim, nobody is really responding to your messages. Uh, you do manage to get out, though, because out is in many places, especially now that the front wall is just knocked over. And that just walks, you can just walk right outside, right into the parking lot. I think Gim is probably getting physically tired now. She's She's really good at running. She's great at gym. But, you know... She's run a pretty long distance and she does smoke. So she has to kind of catch her breath. She's slumped over, holding her knees, coughing and, you know, wheezing a little bit, checking her phone. And she doesn't see a response from Hibiki. And for some reason that that really upsets her, she kind of feels very alone all of a sudden. Uh, Nobody in the group chat responded, not even, you know, her friend Kathy. So she feels like she's left to deal with this alone and she has no idea how to deal with it because two of her friends, you know, especially the the more mild mannered Rico, who she vibed so well with all of a sudden, you know, they're kind of at each other's throats. So she probably just kind of collapses on her knees dramatically in the parking lot and just starts to cry. One of the things that you see while in the parking lot is that the news club is already out there with cameras, with everything. Um, what you didn't know, what you do also notice while on your phone is that Hinata actually put something on social media saying, This town is too dangerous. I'm leaving for good. And no further explanation underneath that. Uh, on the back, on the uh, backside of the GM screen. Um, so I roll. Also stress for the NPCs. <laughs> and Hinata has uh, not rolled over his stress twice. So first he was in danger and now he is just leaving altogether. Uh, oof, wow. Um, so Gim is torn between seeing the, the, the news club out there and them already starting to work on their next article and what she sees on social media, she takes a screenshot, sends it to everyone in the group chat and says, you know, kind of like, forgive, this is very passive aggressive and just posts a screenshot and says, if anyone's even reading this or if anyone even cares. And she sends that message. She pockets her phone and then she starts you know, she's normally very chill, but she's she's, you know, very upset about everything happening. So she approaches the the newspaper club and she starts kind of screaming at them like, what are you doing? We should be leaving. You know, 
We shouldn't be, you know, taking pictures and writing articles. We could all die. What is wrong with you people? One of them turns to you and say, whoa, Gim, your, your Japanese have, has improved so much. Oh my God, Duolingo is really paying off for you, isn't it? I, you know what? That's going to be my next article. And then there is a car horn, horn being blasted in the, uh, in the parking lot. Whoa. Hey, kid, come in. Come on. We're, we're getting out of here. The city is too dangerous. We're going, we're, we're leaving. And you see that there's actually a bunch of parents rushing with their cars towards the school to pick up their kids and try to leave town because everybody is the fuck, stressed the fuck out. Uh, Gim, upon hearing the compliments, you just, you just see her kind of stand upright very formally. She's usually hunching, which, you know, her parents hate, but she stands upright very formally. And then there's Sakura Blossoms just flying behind her. A gentle piano music, you know, plays a couple of notes. And she just kind of gives like a very nonchalant, cool peace sign at the compliment. But then the car honks and she kind of just like slumps again and goes back to just being weird, awkward gim, kind of almost, you know, Schmeagle-esque because she was startled by the, the car horn. And she sees the, the kids getting in their parents' cars. She looks around. She doesn't see her, her mom's car. So she feels forgotten by Hibiki, forgotten by Kathy, forgotten by her parents. So she just kind of just starts feeling like breaking down again. And uh, as that, as that happens, as you start to feel that um, maybe a couple moments of silence uh, as, you know, kids are leaving with their parents and you see there's nobody there for you, but then in the distance, you can kind of see these two little blips uh, that are getting closer and closer. And then you eventually see it's Kathy and Hibiki pedaling like hell um and screaming gim 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 get over here get on one of our bikes we have to get out of here oh she sees that and her heart is just overwhelmingly full of of love and relief um she kind of just picks herself off the floor she wipes her tears on her sleeve and she just starts bolting you know in this like slow you know slow-mo dramatic scene where these two girls on bikes their bikes are just going over rocks and sticks and you know bouncing because their legs are pedaling as hard as they can and on the other side gim is running as fast as her legs can take her until you know they kind of like come to a, a halt you know, there's just this, this smoke of like the dust that's getting kicked up. And then Gim hops on the back of Hibiki's bike and like kind of hugs her tightly at the middle so she doesn't like fall off the bike and says, you guys really came. And before we take off again, um, Kathy just kind of like makes eye contact with Gim and just kind of like gives her a smile. And she's like, we don't have time for this now. We, we have to figure out a way to help the others. And uh, she kind of just like looks up and points at, I'm assuming, this huge uh, brawl between two kaijus going on right now. Yeah, let's get back to the kaiju fight. <laughs> I think it is time for another roll-off, don't you think? Or do you want to do something else that's also okay? Roll-off sounds good. Remind differently, though. Um, I think... Uh... Hanukkah's just start like 
spinning around and I want to do like a massive tail whip and hopefully like home run slammer with my giant tail. So what you're telling me is that you're trying to add another die to your Oh, role totally. Role. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Go ahead. That's double sixes. Uh, so how can I defend against that? Uh, so I mean, so, I roll anyway, but... Um... Yeah, don't forget to also add that stress die because mm -hmm. you both didn't have successes last time. So you just roll uh, the amount of dice. Uh, so one die plus your stress die plus a like if you want to use one of your abilities you can add another die to it um and of course you can always add more stress i mean my thoughts for like a counter move um since sonaka was trying to do like a spin attack was to um evade it and then catch her tail and kind of do the mario 64 bowser flying away thing uh, so that's not really using one of my moves, so I'm rolling two dice. That's a five and the three on my stress die. So that's one success versus two successes, which means that Hanukkah wins. So, Greg, do you want to narrate that one? Um, so, like, I, I do the spinning thing, and it's like, I think um, Rico kind of catches it, but then starts holding on to the tail but it starts spinning so fast because I have the dizzying tail that you can't hold on anymore and then she just kind of like splashes into the pool. Congratulations you've managed to put Riki in a pool that just fits one kaiju whereas there are two kaijus so I don't know <laughs> what you're going to do here but you've succeeded in getting Rico in the pool. I mean this is a pretty uh um a bonkable uh, game, so I'm thinking two two characters can uh, have the same uh, space. So that's what we're going for. Okay, sure. So it says here that when you shift from kaiju to schoolgirl, that is usually the result of battle damage, and you are exhausted and play no further part in the scene unless rescued. Rico, do you think? Or actually, Tillman, do you say, would you say that Rico feels that this is extremely damaging or not? Uh, I would say water is kind of like her kryptonite because uh, her like main thing is like fiery breath. And also her wings don't work when they're wet or something like that. Um, and she's like a reptile. She doesn't like water. <laughs> so... Uh, she's probably not in the best place, but I feel like she would need like a finishing blow. So if Hanukkah gets the better of her and like she can't defend herself at all, I would think that's the end of her. Well, for now, there is just two kaijus in one pool, which well, there's a reference in there that I'm not going to make. Yeah, that's um, an early 2000 internet video. That I yeah, 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 yeah. Also, just to the general public, if anyone else currently sees Rico as a Charizard, you are not alone. Um, okay, so that means that Rico is kind of stunned. Hanukkah, do you have a finishing move in you? Cannonball. Yeah, I don't see why that wouldn't be allowed. Um, am I able to use swimming for this? <laughs> I mean, I I have swum for 14 years. 
in, of my life, yes, 100% cannonball is a swimming move. Uh, that's a one, a five, and a six, but the one is not on the stress die. So only two successes. Two successes. Rico, do you want to defend? Uh, I think she doesn't have a special move to defend, but I'm going to roll for like a normal evasive thing. I have one six and one uh, three on my stress die. Well, that's a finishing move for Hanukkah. So, Rico, you plunge into this pool and you see right as you open your eyes, you try to backpedal, but you're stuck in a pool that is happens to be the exact size of the figurine that now is you in this in this shot. And you see falling from the air on top of you, Hanukkah in kaiju form. There is no escape. You are knocked out, at least for a couple seconds. You are also in a pool, which is a little dangerous, but we're not going to really make that extremely dangerous because I'm not going to let player characters die in a pool. Um, which means that you transform back. Is there is there still something magical or is it just a letdown of just a little poof of smoke, which is not in. So how, how, what does this look like? So um, again, in Dragon Ball, there are these transformations to like the uh, big monkey form. And the back transformation is usually really underwhelming. So they kind of like shrink down and then uh, <laughs> fall into like a, a hole. <laughs> and I imagine it the same way. There's one uh, Dragon Ball scene where basically the monkey smashed into a rock wall and it leaves a print, a monkey-sized print. And then uh, uh, I don't know uh, who, uh, which uh, of the characters it, it was, but basically they transform back and there's like a slumped figure in the middle of this crater. So that's uh, what I'm imagining with water around. Yeah, with water around and a kaiju standing right next to you in the water. So that was one kaiju dealt with. Now there is still one kaiju. Um, Hibiki, Kati, and Gim, where do you go to? That is a good question. I imagine we're just biking, like, where are we going? I thought you knew. I, I'm, just, I'm just pedaling fast. I, I don't know where we're going. Gim, any ideas where we should go? I vote not pool, and she's like really clinging to Hibiki because when she sees Rico going down and Hanukkah doing the cannonball move, all this water gets displaced out of the pool, and Gim is not happy about that. Uh, she'll say, I try talking uh, Hanukkah, but she no listen. Rico no listen. They no go listen to us. Right. So that's kind of what happens when you're you know, several dozens of feet taller. It's kind of hard to hear. No, no, I scream very loud. <laughs> well, I think we all know how this works. It's only a matter of time before they settle down, but if if only there was a way to try to keep this damage to a minimum, it's just we're going to have so much to answer for. And she's just kind of like pointing at this uh, just ruined school building. Where are we going to go to school? Parents took all kids. They're leaving city. Everyone leaving city. We should leave city too, maybe. Heck no. 
I'm not leaving this city. I like this city. Hibiki, you're so brave. It is hard to start over. I'm always the new kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, awkwardly, like, <laughs> tries to, like, tries to comfort her, but then realizes you know, her on the bike, she can't really, like, stop biking and try to give her a bat on the back. It's. I imagine at this point, we're so tired that we're actually not biking that fast right now. And we're probably just pedaling, like, as hard as we can next to each other. Just, like, just barely, like, pushing along. So, like, you probably <laughs> are able to reach out and, and give Kathy a pat. As as struggled as it might be, yeah. Like pe- people, like you know, moving moving faster than us. Like one person walks by. <laughs> yeah, like it's probably. It almost looks like it would be smarter for us to ditch the bikes at this point because we're just clearly exhausted. But and like uh, Hibiki as well, with just like a another girl on the back of the bike, and we're just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, just stressed and biking and uh, unsure of what to do. We're watching a. a our friends fight. Our school will be destroyed. Um, our parents are not here to pick us up. <laughs> um, it's just, it's tough. Yeah, you just conveniently have parents that work outside of the city. I don't know why. It's just. That is actually a thing, apparently, in like some countries. It's like it's, if you work outside of the immediate city, it's like you're, like the family stays in the city and, and like the breadwinner like goes somewhere else entirely. Yeah, you do. And sometimes people even move away from their families within like in the week and then are home in the weekends, that kind of stuff. Um, so if you are watching your friends fight, what you see, and even if you don't watch it, you still hear this, you hear a big splash and then an even bigger splash. Um, and you are remind. I believe that the pool was also something that was tactically chosen for in case something happens with the kaiju. So you know that at least a part of that plan has worked. If I look up right now and I I, I try to see this fight, I'm, I'm only seeing Hinoka right now, right? So I think after Kathy hears the splash, she's going to point up to hanoka and be like look there's only one of them one of them's down there they 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 shifted back we we have to get them well you want us we we first we pedal there then we pedal out then we pedal back again well she's we have to i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just saying it's tiring that's rico rico was big dragon big dragon out there that's rico rico small again Rico! And she just starts, uh, yeah, she just starts paddling to the pool, even if that means uh, leaving the others behind. <laughs> She's just like, Rico! And yeah, there's like a, a very fast dance music playing as she uh, pedals as hard as she can. Gim kind of like taps Hibiki on the back and like squeezes her knees together a couple times, like as if Hibiki was a horse. And it's like, come on, Hibiki! We go. Cassie can't do alone. You know how white people are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she is privately enjoying the, the just being the the, the 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 contact with with Kim, but outwardly she's just going along with like she's hiding her joy. Oh my! Yeah, you arrive at the pool, and um, I don't know if Hanukkah did anything to Rico in the meantime. 
uh, Rico from stopping destroy from stopping Re- the whole goal for Honoka was to get Rico to stop destroying the school. That seems to be a non-issue right now. No, I think Honoka is kind of just reveling in her kaiju form because she's like in her natural habitat. Like I recall her parents commissioned really hard for this uh, pool for this purpose. And so, she, like, I don't know, she's probably, like, with the, with the absence of Rico, like, she's probably, like, you know, human girl size again at the bottom of the pool. But problem solved, just kind of lounging back in the pool, like, kind of, like, picks up, like, a local water tower and, like, trying to sipping out it. Like, like it's like a poolside uh, drink. Yeah, it's the water tower of the school, obviously. Because every school has a water tower. The school okay. does. Actually, my school didn't like per se have a water tower, but there was a water tower like so close to it that you could maybe argue that it was part of the school. That's how my high school, middle school experience was. Yep, that is exactly what it is. <laughs> um, so Hibiki, Kati, and Gim, you arrive at a swimming pool in which Hanaka is epically chilling. Um, has moved the cap of the water tower such that it looks like a little umbrella like one of those uh, umbrellas in a cocktail has taken the a um a drain like from a, a drain that is usually connecting the roof to the streets as a straw and uh, just has this weird watery cocktail while Rico is drowning at the bottom of the pool yeah. Um, so Kathy, I'm imagining bikes to this pool area and she's going to immediately just start scanning the, the edges to try to see if she can see Rico down there. And she just jumps into the pool, clothes on uh, and dives to the bottom to try to try to pull her back up. Can you roll for that? Yeah. Um, so I don't have any skills for this. So this will just be my 1d6 and my was two, but now three stress dice because, oh my God, I'm so stressed right now. So let's see. Something terrible has happened. Uh, so I rolled three ones. Two of them were on my stress dice. Uh, one of them was on my regular dice. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Oh, good God, no. Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.